Welcome to the Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Passano. Airing live on the United Public Radio Network, 105.3 FM in New Orleans. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Thursday night segment of The Outer Realm. We are broadcasting live right here on the United Public Radio Network, UFO Paranormal Radio Network, 105.3 and 107.7 FM from the beautiful city of New Orleans. We are fully sponsored by the amazing people over at Folgers Coffee who have basically been a part of our journey since day one. So thank you, Folgers. We appreciate you so very much. Also, big thank you to Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon, a.k.a. Justin Snicker, for his contribution of his music and his voice for the intro and the outro. He's an award-winning composer of Halloween horror, sci-fi, and dark wave electronic music, which can be found anywhere that good music can be found. Tonight, we welcome the return of our dear friends, Hamilton White and Richard Stanley. And what a show is going to be. It's going to be an open discussion, um, a lot of updates, um, always, you know, good for a few laughs and Lord only knows, super entertaining. But there's a few surprises in there. And of course, you know, Hamilton will be doing his traditional show and tell. Um, so in order to partake tonight, please know we are on Roku. That's right, we are on Roku. However, we do not have a chat room on Roku. So, with that being said, you want to join in. Um, I'm having somebody ask, Dustin, um, the YouTube link should be posted on all of the Facebook page, including the one you are on right now. Yeah, um, in the comment just, section. Yeah, just go and look in the comment section and you'll see uh, the live link to the YouTube channel. So we are in UFO, Gods and Extraterrestrials, UFO Paranormal, um, Outer Realm, YouTube, uh, Facebook, where news on the flip side, UFO Paranormal, United Public Radio, The Outer Realm, Canada's Most Haunted, and hello, 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 Sackman, Adrian, Tamara, Dustin Wayne, hello. So anyway, I think I got everything. I'm sounding a little croaky, so you have to forgive me if I end up having a... An attack, I'll try to step out. <laughs> I'm suffering. Are you feeling any better today? <clears throat> a little bit. Yeah, I'm not very, that means no. That's only like 10 days in, it's the head cold. <laughs> yeah, it. that's because you're not resting. If you don't rest, it just takes longer to pass. I made yeah. that mistake with the with the uh, the C virus last year. Oh. It took me seven weeks to get through something that should have taken me two weeks. Yeah, it was pretty like brutal, just saying. Yeah. Not um not 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 fun i just caught that thing just my son just looking at me i'm like don't <laughs> go away i know and now i'm just like thanks a lot yeah. <laughs> I'm just just passing the joy around your way it's all sick and everybody but who has small children knows <laughs> this is the time of year my niece and her whole family except marshmallow are out right now with a stomach oh, flu. Everybody but Marshmallow. Oh. So I'm hoping Marshmallow doesn't get it at the end of all of it, but the whole house. 
That's four oh, of them. God. All I know is like, give me a break. <laughs> Just like yeah, fed up. That's four out of five that have stomach flu. That's pretty scary in Marshmallow's case. I know. <laughs> I, agree. I, I know. On the other side of the house. Oh, my God. Oh okay, my god! Opening up, I'm like send these... him off with his grandmother, man. Don't leave him there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just opening up some um, attachments here in case I have to show them. But no I problem. Think, yeah, I think Hamilton will be doing his show and tell. But I just want to have all this ready just in case um, yeah. he wants me to show them. Okay. All Absolutely. Right. I'm good. I'm trying I'm to play good. with my settings, but. Two. <laughs> I have to move too close to do that. Three. Oh, there we go. A minute. Much better. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I'm just, okay, who's in? Ah. <laughs> that was Richard. No, that so was, <laughs> where'd you go? Hi. <laughs> I know. You <laughs> came, <in>, came out. <laughs> Salutations. How are you? <laughs> I'm very good indeed. Um, Yeah, just coming towards spring here in the Pyrenees, so... um. Very yeah, nice. Very nice. Yeah, to... rub it in. Yeah. yeah. We had a snowstorm yesterday and freezing rain, but you rub that temperature. I know. It's gone again. The Pyrenees, oh. it's spring. Be quiet. Just moving up. <laughs> We're um, getting rained on. Freezing just rain. spring, yeah. But it's feeling like it's going to be oh, another She froze. Undulable. Yeah. Oh. yeah, we haven't had enough rain, but um, we are getting some beautiful, beautiful days. Um, clear skies and um yeah very sharp sky stars at night oh very nice very mm. nice all so waiting. i guess are you guys seeing like jupiter and venus and all that in the, in the night skies yeah it's been super good and we had that um crazy comet the other um a couple of weeks back yeah how that, that look for you i mean you're a night owl did you get to see it yeah, we got to see it from up in the Wren Plateau, emerald green, and just down to the right of um, Orion's Belt. Very nice. Very so, nice. We can't see anything. We have so much pollution here. Yeah. It's right it. over us. We want yeah. to see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that it was like, you know, T11 forward slash something, something. No one gave it a proper name. It was. It oh, went, it went goes. Hamilton. Oh, great. Oh, right. I can't see me. Where do I, where do I find me? <laughs> we can't see you either. <laughs> you have to. Just, I'm glad to see on. nothing's changed. <laughs> oh, I can't do this. How do I find me? No, can't see it. No, nope. <laughs> nobody finds you right now. You have to make sure you give stream. Well, you know this. Give streamer permission to put your camera. Okay. What button Click do the I camera. have to press? I don't know. You're not there. Sorry. Can you hear me? Can yeah, we can. Click the camera at the... Carry on without me while I try and find it. You're in the show. Everyone can see and hear you. Can they? they can hear you, but you have to give access to the camera at the bottom of the screen. Because um, this will make for a very oh. interesting show and tell oh. otherwise. Present. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it doesn't work without them. It, do, it doesn't give. I can't see a picture of a camera to actually do it. Sorry for being useless. <coughs> You're not useless. You, know, you might have to exit and come back in. It's probably if, from the start. If you exit, it will ask you to. to okay, give all right. Permission to use the camera and the microphone. 
Okay, you've been on this. Like. You've been on the show so many times. I shouldn't even be asking you anymore. I should just know. <laughs> so that is so funny. He's so funny. So we're, we're oh my god! Some comments. Hello, Linda. And yes, yes, we are. <laughs> Especially on this <laughs> neck of the woods. Very blessed. <laughs> And oh, <laughs> lots of lots of snow here. Hey, Zach, I'm Tamara. Chiming in, chiming in. Hello, Wayne. Justin, oh, Wayne, I hope you're feeling better. Did you find a link to YouTube? It will be posted on one of the posts on that Facebook page. I promise. Yeah. Okay, we'll get the banner up while we're waiting. Anyway, there we go. Open discussion, updates. I should add show and tell, but I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> he must have he must have allowed the mic and didn't allow the camera from the initial that could be well who knows what he's working on as well that strong <laughs> antiquated device ham's using from the key end he will not change it he loves he it. won't change the phone he loves it <laughs> yeah one day it will die <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day it will die. But until it and dies, then what? and then what do we do when it dies? What do we do, Hamilton? Oh, he's back. I was going to send a new link. He's back. <laughs> it won't. Whatever I do, it won't let me connect to the camera. Would There's you like no. Me to send you a, 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 another link. Yeah, try it. There, there is no function that actually gives me any option to connect to a camera. Try me again, so on the different. Yeah, what device are you using, sir? Uh, a computer. Yeah, I mean, the worst case scenario, you may want to um, just reboot and switch off and switch back on again. It could be that your um, built-in camera is disabled in some way. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Okay. And I'm sending you another Send link. Send me another link. Yeah, you just right carry now. on without me. Yeah, if you if you um, shut down and then restart and go to the new link, yeah, that might do it. I think he's gone. He's gone. All right. <laughs> well, let's just do it. So, yeah, Richard, gone. how are things out your neck of the woods? What you been up to? It's all the nice weather. Well, you know, here, um, here I am and still living in the heart of the devil's pentagram and um, right in the smack dab in the sun. So there's never a dull moment around here and um, quite a lot going on. We've um, just survived another um, Blue Apple Day, 17th of January, which is always a, a crazy date. And um, I'm glad to Talk say that. For those who don't know, what is a Blue Apple Day? Yeah, Blue Apple Day, 17th of January. It's um, the feast day of Saint Sulpice, but it's also a, um, a crucial date in the Rennes the Chateau calendar. It's um, the anniversary of the stroke that killed Berenger Saunier, the um, original um, demonic priest who um, basically um, made Rennes the Chateau into the, um, the unique um, village that it is today. And um, it's also the anniversary of the um, the stroke that took down his loyal um, partner and housekeeper, um, Mary Dinano, multiple years later on the anniversary of his death. So, um, wow. yeah, obscure. I did not know There's that no it coincidence. was per the day. Yeah, freaky as all hell. Yeah, <laughs> um, it is actually. So you call him the like Sonia, the demonic priest, aside well, guess, from the. Aside from what's in the church, what's what's the story behind that? Or is it just because of what's in the church? Well, uh, what's in the church, is, I guess, is um, immediately um, brings the word demonic to at one's attention. Because um, yeah. and then basically, Sonia arrived with um, penniless and as a, um, 
a regular humble parish priest and um as the story is handed down to us he conducted certain renovations in the old church moved the altar and um allegedly found some form of fabulous treasure um no one can agree on what the treasure was all we do know is that he became um insanely rich and used the money to um remodel the top of um the wren plateau basically um did everything up there from cutting the road to um yeah building the, the tour magdala and building this um massive domain for himself the um the villa bethany and restoring the church in the um elaborate sort of art deco demonic style that it is today with the um the statue of asmodeus the um allegedly prince of demons in the doorway looking down at the chessboard floor and um mm -hmm. the, the icon of... floor is fascinating as well yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. a lot of folk um, call this area the devil's chessboard as a result and that yeah the um the layout was the um the chessboard on the floor of the church immediately puts one in mind of the um the traditional layout of a masonic lodge and um yeah which itself is echoing the um right. archetypal layout of the temple of solomon that's and, right as yeah. is the demon yeah, hence the presence of the yeah. demon in the, um, in the church yeah. doorway. And, yeah. um, there's also Boku references to Jacob's Ladder. Um, yes. the, the Bethany Bethel references kind of cast towards this idea of the ladder that links between heaven and hell. Mm. Um, that's where the um, the line over the church door comes, over the door Sonia had written, um, Terribilis est locus iste, terrible is this place, which is a... Uh, a pretty crazy thing to have over the church door but it um it defines wren pretty well and the the base bottom line is nobody knows where the money came from there's um a lot of different um speculation about it but he might as well have yeah done a deal with the devil or um stolen the the gold of the little people for all we know um but he became yeah intensely rich and then um yeah, passed suddenly, half, uh, while apparently still in good health, the legend is he goes in and has a coffin made for himself and then has a, a massive stroke on the 17th of January. I can't remember exactly what year. It wasn't that long ago, uh, was it? Like the yeah. Or something like that? It was, it was immediately, somewhere immediately after World War One. I, right. I seem to recall when um, Sonia um, mm -hmm. checked out, at which point it was discovered that um, none of it was in his name that he was essentially a pauper uh, and all of the money and the property was in the name of his um loyal um confederate and housekeeper mary denano believe oh, somebody was clever his lover <laughs> and um marie lived on in the house all the way through the um the years after world war one the 20s and 30s all the way through world war two until um the 1950s when uh, <clears throat> she finally ran out of money and um at that point, um, she um, famously approached a young businessman, Noel Corbu, and told him um, that if you buy the house and the lands and promise to keep me until the end of my days, I will tell you a secret that will make you both rich and immensely powerful. And Noel falls for this and um, buys the domain. And then shortly afterwards, on the 17th of January, the anniversary of Sonia's death, Marie is struck down by a stroke, which allegedly leaves her paralyzed and unable to speak. 
and according to Noel, her lips move continuously for 24 hours, but no sound issues forth, and she dies and takes the um, the secret with her. After, uh -huh. yeah. She couldn't write it down? <coughs> yeah, you'd think that that would have been the logical thing. And Sorry, she, criminal mind. You could have used a pen. Yeah, she was pretty infuriating because she led a lot of folk on. Saying things like, you people are walking on gold and you don't know it and making um, predictions about the future glory of Ren. But um, when she died, there was yeah nothing to be shown for it. Um, there's you know, a big when you go into, of course, what is now the gift shop. There's this big giant hole that goes down, you know, through the floor, and it's like a pit, and it just got this big plexiglass over it. Is that where he was allegedly supposed to be going down to every night, where people used to see him digging in the graves? No, there was probably the, the, the pit underneath the gift shop floor, I think, was dug yeah. by either Noel Tabu or Henri Boutillon. Oh, okay. Man. Interesting, because it's there. Still can't see Hamilton. Hamilton, man. I don't know. No, what there, is no, there is no function that enables me to turn the camera on. I've been through all my computer settings. There is nothing. All I got is a gray box with a line through the camera, and there's no, there is no settings to change it. Okay, so have you tried um, shutting down and rebooting? Yep. Yep. What a, and there's nowhere there's where it says stop cam? Yeah, if I press stop camera, it doesn't make any difference. I just disappear completely. Oh, there is wow. no yeah, we, we see you in the Is bottom. your camera yeah. blocked? No, yeah, it's not blocked at all. It's the same as normal. All I've got is a grey box and there's a line through the camera and there is, there is no function anywhere for me to turn the camera on. There's nothing okay. in settings, nothing on stop camera, nothing at all. Can you use your phone to come on? Uh, I can try it, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. give me a sec. I'll try okay. it that way then. Okay. 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 Sounds like a good move. Well, then we'll know if it's the computer or not. Sorry, again, criminal mind. Exhaust every possibility. <laughs> Have you, have you spent any time in Ren? Yes. Yes, I oh. found it uh, fascinating, to say the least. Um, it's it's a different. It leaves it just it probably leaves me or it's left me with more questions. <laughs> than, it's it's, it's like an enigma, you know. It's it's just uh, its own anomaly. You walk through. I found the energy to be quite interesting, um, but it, it's just. I don't know, you know, it, it just, it's just, I'm walking around, I'm looking, I feel like there should be, there should be more than what you see. And I know there's more than what you see. You know, my son was with me, he knew, <laughs> he's just, he's ready to jump the wall and just go through, you know, just end up on the other side into the cemetery. Cause I know <laughs> I was like, Oh boy. But, um, there's, I feel I get drawn a lot to the entrance that's down the hill. There's a, there's ruins down there. I'm sure you know what they are. You do a lot of tours and events down there. And the, I feel a connection to that more than the top of the mountain. So what goes under the mountain from that area, though? Oh, there's a lot down there, depending yeah. on... Yeah, I mean, so... 
there's still folds and wrinkles in the zone that even I don't know about, which are happening. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, that's Jude. Better. How are you? Yeah, um, no, that's better. Sorry about that. It wasn't my fault. It's um, obviously computer glitch somewhere down the line. I'm here now. Well, you yeah. <laughs> well I love that you just put ham. <laughs> I, oh, sorry. Uh, I just, uh, don't worry. I'm here now. Oh, that's me, all that matters. <laughs> yeah. Richard was somewhere. just telling us about the mysteries of Ren Le Chateau and what's underneath. Oh, I'll leave you to it then. I'll sit and listen. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on, Richard. It's really interesting. Oh, well, good to have you here. Well, there'd be plenty underneath the plateau. I mean, we don't know what, exactly what's down there, but the um, the general consensus is there is a cavity beneath the church, and um, there there's certainly catacombs down there, and um, these catacombs were um, partly flooded until um, they were um, secretly um, yeah pumped out back in the uh, I think the 1990s um, when there was quite a lot of prodding around. The tunnel underneath the ch underneath the ticket office is probably from either Noel Corbu or Henri Boutillon, who came after him, who also really dug up the plateau and um, was the one who um, used dynamite to try and break through to the cavity, which caused the cracks that are now in the, um, the church roof managed to destabilize the place a little. Who does that? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Allegedly, oh. a secret Vatican ultrasound scan of the place back in the nineties as well. Right. So, um, folk know what's under it. Um, what would the Vatican want with Ren? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what wouldn't they want with Ren? Yeah, yeah that's... I want with Ren. <laughs> maybe they know. Maybe they know where everything is. Maybe secret. they've removed it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's hard to know what it was. I mean, the, the first, my first real initiator in the Ren mystery was Marcel Captier, who is um, the grandson of the the bell ringer who basically worked for Sonia back in the day. And Marcel um, used to insist the only real mystery was that there were little people, um, fairy folk underneath the plateau that played tricks of people's minds. Uh, which was you say that. I've had people say that to me. Yeah, that's the first thing I heard when I came in the door at the beginning. Uh, it still makes as much sense as anything else. For that region? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I yeah. I, mean, if I, I say yes. <laughs> oh, very What's your scarf, Hamilton? Sorry. Yeah. I, I yeah Hamilton, you've got something to add, yeah. Do what? Where's your you scarf? Got... My scarf is next door, but hang on a minute. I do have. I do have my was... Canada T-shirt, right? Yeah, and which I... is like four times the size of you. I mean, this would fit a gorilla. I've no idea what you thought. Notice the there's a moose on it, Hamilton. Look at it. The it's moose huge. is like a synchronicity. And it'll be half the size. <laughs> but the moose is like a synchronicity. There's something else we talk about. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I mean, it's a nice gesture, but really, honestly, I could get two of me in that. I mean, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, that's what happens when you buy online. You never see anything until it gets there, and then you're like, what the hell? Mm. It was more so you could hang it just for the laugh. Yeah, I know, like a flag. Yeah, I know. Yes. It's a nice gesture. Thank you very much. And stop yeah. drinking that beer. Which one? No, I, know. I always say, why are you the drinking one that refers to the moose? That's what I'm talking about. It's better than that. that no, we don't advertise that stuff, drink. though. They don't <laughs> pay for us to talk about it. 
You better be I'm drinking Folgers. That's right. <laughs> yeah, just note to Folgers. Hamilton oh, says he's the poster boy for Folgers. For and what's Chris? Chris, send him crisps. What's this different thing we're on then? What is this Roku thing? I tried to Google it and just got confused. Oh, it's like Netflix. Only okay. better. Right? Yeah. Okay. Bigger. Yeah, you need like a fire stick or you know some kind of a device to to get you on it. Like you can't. Apparently, you cannot. It's an Amazon thing, I think. Right. Like yeah, like an Android box, but it has channels on it. Right. And that's so it's television. And we are live oh. on Roku tonight. Yeah, we're live on there oh, right okay. now. So hello, Roku. Everybody on Roku. Hello. 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 I know. <laughs> Is that just like an internet television channel, or is it like something you no. watch on normal? No. Oh, okay. No, if you have like like, like this side of the world, I'm sure maybe I don't know what they would call them out there. Probably the same. It's like a fire stick. It just looks like this little little stick thingy. You stick it in your television, and and, right. and it gives you. It's, it's it is internet TV okay. to a degree, much like Netflix would be or Apple Television. Um, it has to be on some kind of a device. Yeah. Right. Apple oh, Television is a great example because yeah. there's other channels on there. It's not just Roku. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, I have smart TV. Them, but I'm sure it's very interesting. <laughs> you know, <laughs> smart TV, the ones that spy on you, <laughs> listen to everything you're doing. Ah, right. Okay. So, so in theory, that means more people watch, does it? Than That's right. Because ah, right. Yeah. Okay, I understand. Yeah. They they grew like wildfire in the last ten years because I remember. Um, them well there was a, it's a whole other conversation but i remember it being introduced into my life about six or seven years ago and i didn't know who they were now it was just like wow you seven, know but hundreds of channels yeah. oh, really? okay yeah. yeah but because now they're they're in canada but they weren't at the time when um i was speaking to someone about a production they weren't in canada so i didn't know who they were but in a less than you know that time hmm. they're huge here now Oh, okay. Uh, fair enough. Well, as you know, I'm not exactly up to speed on modern technology. So, but no, okay. Thank you. I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, there we go. So, what have you been up to? Uh, what have I been doing for the last two months? I've been completely disappeared, solving sort of everybody else's problems, seems to be what I've been doing. Um, so, hence, I've been a bit below the radar. And yeah, I think we're winning slowly, put it that way. But, oh, God, I mean, it just feels like two months have gone by of this year and absolutely nothing has happened at the moment. It just seems to be swamped with everybody else's headaches. But, you know, it's coming to an end, hopefully. It really is. <laughs> but, no, I mean, what, when, when, did, when, when were we on last? Was it January? December 29th. Oh, December twenty ninth of last year. Oh, so we're right. kind of like picking up where we left off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ah, right. Well, I mean, I Henry Lincoln Library was the last Henry big stuff. news. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I finished rummaging through Henry's stuff, and I've got that in some sort of order. Which actually, that was really good fun going through all of that, and there were some interesting things in it. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's attracted a fresh batch of sort of misfits, lunatics, and social inadequates getting in touch with me over God only knows what. <laughs> but you know, it, hope it's they're not watching. Adventure, isn't it really? Um, 
and I'm I'm <laughs> what whatever the society is that Henry was part of 20, 30 years ago. Richard, what's it called again? I've forgotten. The thing that Joy runs. Oh, you're talking about the Saunier Society. So. That's it, the Saunier Society. Yeah, I seem to have been invited to the Saunier Society for some un unknown reason. Fancy that, oh, eh? Really? Like <laughs> wow. So I'm, I'm, I'm due to go down to whatever their meeting is, and I'm not entirely sure what I'm supposed to do, but apparently I'm going. So I'll tell you when I've been what I'm doing. So that's going so to be interesting. Well, have you thought about, I mean, since Henry did most of his life up there in his research, have you thought about approaching them and bringing the collection like there on display or anything of that nature and part as being part of the museum? Well, they haven't actually got any museum as such. I mean, I, as far as I know, the Saunier Society kind of exists in name only as far as I'm aware which is, right. I don't know how many members they've got, but they're all all the people who've been there that were drawn into the whole Renla Chateau thing and the mystery thing, going back to the days of when Henry was on form. And, you know, you know more about it than I do, Richard. You've worked with them. They, they haven't really got a, a base, have they, as such, that I'm aware of? Uh, as far as I can see, no one has really done anything to try to permanently um, preserve any of the material um, relating to the mystery. I don't think anyone's had the idea of a museum or a, an no. archive um, specifically um, dedicated to this material, mostly because maybe folk never really thought it would come to an end or um, didn't yeah. think that they would die. And um, in all honesty, everyone now from um, that period has gone. Um, the entire the entire bunch had been um, pretty much wiped out, and that's along with Henry. I'm thinking, obviously, Urani, the sorcerer, Alan Farrell, the um, chappie who basically yeah, mapped yeah. um, David Wood, um, Elizabeth Van Buren, um, who um, really first came up with the portal, the space time portal, dimensional portal concept. But yeah, the whole bunch of them are gone, and um, I, I'd love to see a um, yeah museum devoted to it, but. Um, Similar problems with the Neo-Cathars, the um, um, local folks still don't think there's any reason to preserve recent history. It's like folk will preserve mm. stuff from century. There's, yeah, yeah, there's no yeah. desire to preserve stuff from the earlier part of the 20th century or um, yeah, the stuff which is obviously now vanishing into the, um, the mists of obscurity. Right. I mean, we, having now gone through Henry's books, it, it's actually a, a more interesting batch of stuff than I thought it was initially. I mean, there's probably about, I'm guessing, eight or 900 history books that relate to what Henry was writing about and studying, which all of those are pretty good, and I've got those stacked now in plastic boxes, so they're not going to deteriorate. There was probably 160, 180 copies of his own books in every language you can imagine and duplicates of every format which some of those can be thinned out on because i don't really need 180 copies of the same book particularly uh but th there was lots of things there was some interesting letters and some interesting personal stuff that related to him and some of his ideas and no I, i'm very glad that i actually made the effort to go and get it 
And when you start flicking through the books, there's a lot of things where he's got his own handwritten little notes in the margins and his thoughts on particularly other people's works that other authors who'd sent him books that he's read and put little witty comments along the side. You know, it, it needs something doing with it, but it's now sorted. It's quite safe. Everything's all packed up properly, so it's not going to deteriorate. And what was damaged and rubbish or no use is out of the way now. So, yeah, it was it was actually a good fun couple of weeks rummaging through it and sourcing it, really. Um, you know, a few people have asked me for little souvenirs and trinkets of Henry, which I've sent various boxes out to countries around the world. So, yeah, I think for once, everybody's actually happy with me, which is really unusual. Mm hmm. So, yeah, that's sort of that signed off for the moment. It's, I suppose, the next thing, as Richard says, is find somewhere to put it. Mm. And I mean, I, there is still the possibility that all of Andrew Sinclair's archives are kicking about trying to find a permanent home. I mean, God knows how many books you've got in your place, Rich. There must be several thousand there at some point to do something with. You know, there's a really good. I'm taking a <laughs> oh, okay, bury them with you, not a problem. Yeah, it's not a problem. But I, you know, that sort of bet between the living and the dead, there's probably 5,000 books that really would be a cracking library if you could find somewhere to put it. Yeah, that, I think that's, so, that's the key. Is you have I had all these yeah. great minds, and in the end, where does it go? You know, if you don't rescue yeah, do it, do it doesn't go somewhere, it disappears. Yeah, but I mean, at least now Henry's stuff is all together and it's, you know, the, the nucleus of all the important stuff that he'd got is all mm. in one place. It's all perfectly safe. And, right. you know, it's just actually nice, even if just occasionally I go and open a box and have a dig through it because there's so much on, you know, sort of Renle Chateau and the geometry and irritatingly a lot of a lot of books are in French so I can only look at the pictures but, you know, it's it's a very good selection of stuff going back 40 or 50 years because a lot of the books were obviously things he was buying in the sort of 60s and 70s when he first started his research. So they're copies of things I've never seen. Oh, wow. So, you so, have all yeah, these duplicates. Good. Did, did, you, like, did you, are you considering like parting with any of them? Well, I mean, you have duplicates going... of his own books, you know? Well, all, all I'm going to part with, really, is just the duplicates, because there's, I think in total, Henry did five five books, I think, and I've extracted about 30 or 40 of them, which have got either letters from his publishers or his printers or something that goes with them, or they're signed by the authors, and mm. then that leaves a great big box full that can be parted with simply because I don't need to store that amount of duplicate books. So uh, it, it hasn't started yet, but a friend of mine is putting a website up and we're just going to drip feed them through bit at a time. And... Do you want me to put the site up? Can I that yeah, up? you can do. Yeah, I mean, if you've got it. Alchemistfurnace.com. Yeah. The oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I that's mean, it, I, there's yeah. just a few things. Yeah, that's it. You know, so yes, if anybody else wants a little souvenir of Henry, there are a few things left, but the the, the vast majority of it is now is now sat in my stores while we decide where we go next with it. Really. 
Mm -hmm. Like everything else, the, the job sheet of things to do, I think sorting Henry's stuff by location is on about page 17 of the job sheet at the moment, so probably not going to happen this week. Right, right. So um, <clears throat> let's talk a collaboration. Um, I mean, we've got this whole Cathar thing coming up in the south of France. Is this going to line up with the Sonier talk that you get to do? Like, are you going to be able to go back and connect up with Richard? What's the dates, Richard? I've again, I've forgotten. I'm so <coughs> addled on dates. When when's kickoff in France? Well, um, we're kind of amping up to Jan to March 16. Um, March 16th has traditionally been. Um, an extremely dangerous date for us. So the, the south of France this year, it's the um, 779th anniversary of the fall of Montsegur, um, the largest mass burning of um, so-called witches and heretics in um, European history, which happened on March 16th, 1244, um, yes. 779 years ago. Um, we're now in yeah, 2023, I guess you can add up 779 to get another 23 out of it and it lands on yeah, March 16th. Um, the whole um, Neo-Cathar movement's kind of been um, on a sabbatical the last few years thanks to um, a bunch of different pressures, the um, COVID lockdowns, um, mm -hmm. and general um, fear of um, any mass assemblies taking place. So this is really the... Um, the first time in a bunch of years that we've seen a, um, a convergence on the scale of um, so many of the, um, I guess, different proponents of the um, of the hidden tradition, and that um, it, basically the plan is to um, everyone to assemble around the martyrs' memorial at um, approximately 10:30, 11 a.m. on um, March 16th, and at that point. Um, the names of the martyrs of 1244 will be read out and repeated, which is a, a yearly gesture. Um, and the old songs will be sung and a bunch of different folk will be in attendance. And then um, this year, the village of Montsegur is um, <clears throat> participating and hosting the event. So this will be followed by a, um, a banquet at the Cell de Fete and a, um, a concert of Occitan music, a bunch of um, extremely good um, local singers and um, yeah, um, traditional musicians. The, um, the songs are um, central to, um, to what's happening there. I think the castle and um, whatever forces at work there really likes some of that stuff. It particularly likes Le Boyer, the shepherdess song. And um, there's something about the repetition of the, um, of the songs and the tonal frequencies that, um, yeah, the, the place Self likes and um, re reconnects it with that, um, with the troubadour tradition, really. So I think yeah, March sixteenth looks set to be a great day. There's a lot of folk um, going to be present who have been keeping their heads down the last few years. And, um, yeah, we're all our fingers like crossed. Ooh, the energy thing going Which on. Yeah, <laughs> sounds. Uh, I think it could be amazing and i think to to certain people it can be very empowering uh, as well so will that line up um with you having the opportunity to to talk with the sonia group hamilton are you going to go down for this this sounds like it's going to be awesome 
Yeah, the Sonia Society thing that Hamilton's meant to um, address. Do the Sonia people come over to that one? I couldn't um, hear you. No, I didn't hear what Hamilton said. Yeah, we didn't hear Hamilton. I didn't get any of that. Do the so I do the Sonia lot. You're cutting out. You're cutting out, Hamilton. You're cutting out, so we can hardly hear you. We're getting some interference. I can't hear anything. I can't hear anything. Oh, poor Hamilton. I know. Can you? I can't yeah, hear anything. You're, you're cutting out for us. Yeah. Yeah, you're cutting out for us. And then you freeze up, and then you come back. There. Can you hear us? Can you hear us okay, Hamilton? Uh-oh. Try, try coming back in. Try coming back in. Yeah, we, we lost him. I'm just going to see if he can come back. I guess he'll come back in. Okay. Um, okay. Well, we'll just have to see what happens on March 16th. Um, the, the Hamilton's date was the Sonia Society is set for London. It's going to be March 21st. Oh, so people sit up here to have to do a, um, a, a, a fast turnaround and make it back out again. And um, Yeah. Well, I was going to ask him if he was going to come out your way to partake in this. Uh, uh -huh. We've been trying to tempt him, um, and I've been trying to tempt him to um, come back this way and bring me what's it in the box that I'm not supposed to talk about. Oh. <laughs> okay. Can you hear us now? Okay. Have you good? Yeah, perfect. I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you fine now. Okay, yeah. perfect. We've you must got have you just, just got a bad connection or there's problems at my end. I just... Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll get through it. Oh, we'll get through it. It's gone again. Gosh. So we were just asking Richard about getting you to go over to France Nothing for this there. whole thing on the 16th. Are you going to go? Okay. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we have these problems. So it's, um, I, don't, I don't know whether you'll make it or not. I think he can get in all right. His, uh, his internet um, seems to be dropping. Yeah. yeah, and I went into the zone. I, I think it's possible to fly Hamilton in here. Getting him out again might be tricky. Right. Um, mm. but, yeah, yeah, we'll just have to see which way that lands. Well, if you have a lot of people going in, too. It's too bad um, you couldn't get it happening during the summer months. Mind you, it may just bring, because of the whole, the whole movement, it might just bring a really good amount of people over this summer. I think last yeah. year people were still a bit concerned you know about traveling but this year there's all kinds of people making plans <laughs> but they're also getting yeah. stuck at airports <laughs> yeah there we go okay and, uh, yeah okay. how's that yeah about this i've just got no signal just, there's just nothing it just yeah it just dropped just out. Yeah. yeah okay well hopefully you'll be able to stay with us on this so okay so i was just asking if you were going to france for this event um, I did actually look at going over because it sounds really interesting and it's a completely different bunch of people that I've never come across before. Uh, I've, it, the problem I got, it was easy enough for me to get out there, but trying to get a flight back again didn't work quite so well. 
or thus far hasn't worked quite so well, put it that way. Oh. But Even no, it does have an interesting do. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's a strange date because it's uh, traditionally it's a very dangerous time. It's a gloomy time of year because we are celebrating, it is marking the, um, the fall of the castle and the, the deaths of the martyrs. And then over the years, a lot of, um, like Blue Apple Day, a lot of um, pretty ghastly things have happened on um, March the 16th, including um, really? March 16th, 1944, when there was a, um, a Nazi panzer column in the village of Montsegor, and um, a bunch of um, folk were accused of being partisans and um, somebody executed. But it's um, traditionally quite a, quite a dangerous day. I would say that, um, yeah, March 15th is the day H.P. Lovecraft died. March 14th is the Is there anything on the 19th? You're kind of freaking me out. I know it's St. Yeah. Joseph's Day and it's my birthday. Please don't tell me there's anything on the 19th. That's yeah, on this. I think free and clear of the Ides of March. But yeah, yes. the, um, so it's an odd day. It's a celebration, but at the same time, it's um, it's marking a bunch of um, the, yeah, the the martyrs and the things that happened mm. in the past. And so it's not quite wow. a, it's it's not quite a, a, a touristic thing. No wonder uh, they had to throw Saint Joseph in there. Yeah, and it's very connected. <laughs> to the, place. the place likes it to be, those things to be remembered and. Um, mm. Right now, it's in a, um, a very odd transitional stage because it, it, it whatever is at work, forces at work there wants to um, to remanifest. Uh, right. It's been kind of held back by a bunch of different pressures: the um, COVID lockdowns, the um, the um, basically the French government's antipathy towards what it takes to be a, um, I guess, a, um, a regionalist um, movement. Uh, with a, um, a potentially um, separatist agenda, so um, it's it's been um, tricky over the last few years, and um, now um, I think there's a um, folk are being less cautious, and um, there's been a number of um, I think extremely positive um, signs and portents. The one thing that I wish I um, I could show to Ham is um, there's been a um, a recent um, archaeological um, discovery in the Montsegur vicinity, which I have to say is not yet in um, known to um, conventional archaeology because no one's told them. But um, basically, and I can't say exactly where, um, a network of um, what appear to be Roman era um, tunnels have come to light. Um, oh. Yeah, um, in the vicinity under the Pog. Really? The, oh, wow. The, uh, the connected to the subterranean river that um, flows under the mountain. There's a, um, basically the, the Lasset River disappears on one side of the Pog and rises again on the other side at, the, at another source. And um, a system of what appear to be um, Roman, similar to Roman era um, aqueducts has um, come to light. Um, which um, tends to indicate that um, the Romans were present in um, the Montsegur area, which um, well, kind they, of... Were they not present at, like, Rennes-le-Chateau, like, really early on? Like, yeah, uh, the Romans were all over this place because of the iron in the mountains. And, yeah, um, so they would have, it would make sense, I think, that they would have been, I mean, such close proximity. Yeah. But, but and, is the timing um, different? 
Otto Rahn, or the um, always insisted that the ruin on top of the mountain that was refortified by Eskimon de Foix back in um, yeah um, twelve oh five was originally a Roman construction. He suggests yeah. a crusade against the Grail that it may have been a Roman temple to Artemis. And um, I'd always been um, like in sort of life of Brian fashion, reticent about the idea that the Romans might have built Montsegur. Mm -hmm. So I kind of um, slightly balked at the idea and um, resisted it. But I guess the um, yeah, what I've been seeing lately is um, yeah, growing evidence to support the idea that um, the Romans were indeed there, and um, also that um, there are there are tunnels underneath um, that mountain, which um, yeah, uh, yeah, yet to be explored. And um, this is yeah, That's yeah, exciting. yet That's to really be archaeology, but. Um, yeah. I think Montsego is having a moment. Yeah, very, very exciting. Exciting and creepy. Super exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> oh, even the creepy well, factor. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. It's just um, really, you got to wonder, you know all of this, but how much more <laughs> is there that you really don't know? A lot. 99%. Okay. Um, I think that we're, um, we're, we're still... Um, know very little about um, what we're actually dealing with. We um, tend to um, project um, our own um, desires and our own um, cultural um, concepts onto it but, um, as to what it really is. Uh, it's pretty protean. I, I do believe that there's some form of, um, yes, for want of a better term, supernatural force at work in the, on the mountain. But uh, very interesting. To, um, to define it. Poor Hamilton. Hamilton. You might have to go outside, Hamilton. <laughs> Start with that. Can you hear me now? Can you hear us now, Hamilton? Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Hamilton? No? He doesn't seem to be able to see or hear us. Okay. You can't hear us at all? That's frustrating, and it's 3 a.m. Wow. Okay. Well, let him see, let him come back in. I think he's I feel freezing, him. and he's and then he comes back, and um, mm, I think the entire language area is 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 um, governed by a supernatural force. I truly believe that. I just think it's one of those places. I've, I've had the, the luxury of traveling to many different parts of the world, and there's always something unique about everywhere I've been, you know, that I've, I'm always drawn to, obviously, or otherwise I wouldn't bother going. And there was something about the south of France, quite different than the northern part of France. Um, it's just very, it's just got a mystique about it. You just know when you're just walking around, aside from the history, you know, you, you just know that there's, there's something about it that, it speaks to you, and, and you just have to know how to hear it. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, we all try and define it, and um, yeah, it's so hard to um, actually put your finger on it. I mean, it, it, it is, but it's extraordinary. It's just extraordinary. I truly believe that if you just listen and pay attention you really see a lot more than you think you will, and you'll hear a lot more than you think you will. Uh, oh, so where to get that one? Hey, hello. Yeah, Jay says, hi, Jay. Says, what about the prehistory of the area? Is there any really early archaeology there? 
Um, yeah. Um, we've got pretty much the earliest archaeology in Europe going on in that um, throughout the Ariège and the Ardèche, there's um, the earliest examples of um, Cro-Magnon um, rock art. I mean, you've got um, all of the most famous um, cave paintings pretty much in the world. And um, Lascaux, with, um, Troy Frere with some um, shaman figure with its antlers and the leaping mm. and dancing of its um, its wolf tail. And um, yeah, like, um, <clears throat> the goddess um, fertility figure around my neck, um, which a um, lot of um, stuff carved out of horse teeth and mammoth ivory. So Hamilton's having um, major. <coughs> yeah, yeah, he can't hear. <coughs> he can't hear anything. I don't know. I, yeah, yeah we, oh, poor guy. Three a.m. I know. Seriously. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's he's patient. I'd be so pissed right now. <laughs> yeah, she'll try again. Oh, I'd so, be yeah, things at this point. Um, goes way back, and um, there's even remains in some of the caves that are pre-human, um, that um, is certified at least pre-hominid. There's one stone ring which is um, embedded so far into the limestone in the cave floor that it predates um, our, the, the point at which Cremagnon man um, uh, emerged in, um, in this region. So the, uh, yeah, the only logical explanation is that Neanderthals were already building stone circles and uh, uh, undertaking ritual practices even before um, yeah, Homo sapiens turned up. So um, super ancient remains, which um, I guess is, yeah, grist to the mill that something has been um, probably present here for a super long time. Yeah, there's evidence of, of um, ancient civilizations all over Europe. And he just, Hamilton just wrote in Facebook, he can't hear anything. Yeah, that's, he just sent me that message too. No, um, no, I'm saying he just put it in the chat room. Yeah, no, yeah, I saw it, and, oh. and it, I just got it too. Um, hmm. So I was going to say, speaking of goddess, part of the show and tell. <laughs> well, I've got some show and tell too. Yeah, Ham had some show and tell. He, um, he was going. He had some. Um, He's got some of, of the, um, Yeah, prehistoric. Yeah. Um, I've got of, the photos, and he's got the pieces. I just, I, you know, he needs to be able to. To connect, be able to to talk about them, of course. <laughs> Does he want to talk? Um, text so, but in the meantime, we'll, we'll we'll forge ahead until we can get there. Yeah, uh, Grail Queen, hello. Says any truth to the story of Daniel Bedix and Mount Bugarak that he found a link between an old hearth in a chateau on the mountain, then the hearth was destroyed. I heard that. <laughs> I heard him drop the phone. <laughs> Can you hear us? I'm back. Okay? Am I back? Yes. Yeah, yeah, back. You. Fully Am I back. back. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, back. Look, I can hear you now, but it just—I—I miss seventy-five percent of everything. I, it's a signal so bad. I just have no idea what you're on about. Uh, you might. Okay. I'll, I'll carry on, but if I disappear, I disappear. Okay, well, while we have you then, let's just put this question on hold for a quick moment. Yeah, I'm happy because to Richard's with us the whole time, so we know we can get to it. Okay. Let's get to the goddess yeah. statues, which is where he actually left off with prehistory in the region. 
So you have got your goddess, your prehistoric oh, goddess statue. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> and gone. Okay. <laughs> and gone. Okay. Maybe try sitting outside. You can't hear anything. anything. Oh. Um, um, text Hamilton and say, "Show us your, um, show us your, 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 your artifacts. You go. Show us your goddess. Right. Hold them up to the camera. We can see them." Okay. Um, Oof. Yeah, but if he can't explain them, if sure, can't, can't maybe Richard can. From and I, I can't tell you exactly where he acquired them either. Yeah, that's um, that's and, just um, that. That's part of the whole. Um, yeah, uh, my frustration with the situation with, with Hamilton because he's sitting on um, so many incredible artifacts and there's so many things that that guy has locked in his shed that I <laughs> We don't want to give the location. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, and um, the provenance of those things, where they came from and, yeah, what's mm. actually in the box is, um, yeah, yeah, something, okay. yeah. Okay, so Hamilton sees that, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go in one second, and I'm going to uh, share up a. Window. If he plugs his phone in, it might give him extra. Okay. There. So I'm putting up a picture, and if you can type in the chat room, okay, what it is. Okay, we're gonna improvise. <laughs> we're gonna do this with different pictures. Okay. All right. Yeah, and if you're just tuning in and you're listening or you're not watching, no worries because we will be reading yeah. that out to you. Yeah. Not um, a problem. Yeah. He's just going to type it in chat and then we'll. No, you put it in the wrong chat. Okay. That's okay. Which chat is it in? Oh, oh got it. Okay. No, that's okay. That's okay. Um, is this coming through? Okay. I'm going to go. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Okay. Okay. All right, so he's going to basically write what it is, and I'm, Amelia, you can see it? Yeah, I can. It doesn't matter. Okay, you can read it. You read. It doesn't matter. Okay. I'll, you read, you take care of that chat, and I'll go into the main chat. How about that? Okay, no problem. Okay. I'll just wait for him to type the yeah. whole story. Now, it's really cute, because all we can see is his hat. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> okay, and then we'll get to your your question as well grail queen we're just going to take care of this while we have him <laughs> yeah i tease hamilton because he's like a little brother um but yeah okay good very very bright <laughs> smart yeah, intelligent little brother <laughs> okay so he's going to write what okay, this is it. amelia will read it off and yeah. as soon okay. as it comes through Alrighty. You might hear my dog whining in the background because he can't get comfortable, so he's mm -hmm. crying. It's okay. Okay, I don't know. I'm messing around with it. Sorry, okay. I shouldn't play with it. <laughs> okay. So that's um he's got a lot of these these um Okay, there he goes. Okay, read it. He said that figure is very early goddess with child Venus figure. Type found in France, I believe. I don't have the accent. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that's all. Where was it found? Can you type that out to him, Amelia? Or he wrote, oh, he wrote um, oh, type found. found in France, I believe. I okay. can't type back because my keyboard is up there. Okay. So let me just go back in. Yeah. Type found in France, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to go into another one. 
Okay, one minute. Let me go into this guy right over here. Then we're gonna go in and we're gonna share this up again. Window. Bam. Share. Okay. Wow. Okay, go, Hamilton. <laughs> oh, this looks like a Siamese bear. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay. Okay, uh, Hamilton wrote, maybe the earliest piece of human art that depicts a mother and child. Well, that's the other one then. Yeah. But what is this one? Uh, okay, so I'm just going to write that. It looks more like a two first. Okay, um, this one. Okay, yeah, I can type. Okay. Uh, looks like I kind of came in and out there for a second. He's got a good eye because the other one, I yeah, it's hard to see. I would not have been able to see that. No, not at all. No, nope. this is yeah different. So these are pictures, but these are in Hamilton's private collection. So um, she's generously sharing with us. Yes. Yeah, yes. Hamilton has an excellent Lost Gods collection. Yeah. We're always, always happy to get show and tell, believe me. He just, everything finds him. He's frozen, I think. At this Pardon? Point. He's frozen? I think so. No. Well, oh, no. Yeah. Okay. On the move again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I see the top of that moving. Okay. Okay. Is Hamilton, I can only see his hat. Um, yes, we can only see his hat. He's typing. At the moment, I believe. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> he has oh. a very bad internet connection. He's not hearing us. Yeah. And I right. think while he's typing, we're going to have to look at the top of his hat for a little bit. That's okay. Ah, yeah. cave bear with two heads. I was right. <laughs> okay, exactly. Right okay. Um, I was in your guest is in 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, well, it, to me, because the, the closeness of the heads is like Siamese, right? So. The other one, I would have fallen over if somebody tried to get I'm me to do that. On this one too. All right. Share. There we go. Oh, okay. That looks like two people. Yep. I'm going down here because I know I missed one someplace in here. So. Um, Going to one, two, oh, there it is. Okay. Double Venus. Where is it? Okay. Hmm. Why don't I have this one? Attachment. Okay. There you we notice go. they're all the same color, too. Hmm. I can't do that. Oh, cave bears have been extinct <clears throat> for at least 24,000 years. Wow. That's crazy. Oh, holy crap. That's, that's how old that statue, that little that sculpture is, is. Yeah, that's craziness. It does, it does that. The fact that they're all the same tone and color, is that, are they coming from the same area? Is um, this... You'd have to, you'd have, no. Okay, um, Amelia. Oh, sorry. Amelia asks, 
Hold on. It's <laughs> too bad stop. he can't hear us. I know. Guys, bear yeah. with me. Amelia is asking. Same color, same found, and same area. Okay, there we go. All right, I'm going to try that. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> and there's one more here that I'm going to try to um, come in and grab to, to show. So just bear with me. My bad, I totally forgot this one. Um, okay. And anyway, alrighty. Oh, there's another one coming through. Alrighty, I love you. Thank you, Ray. We love you for your your patronage and support. We love you guys all for being in chat. You just make it that much more exciting. So thank mm. you, thank you. So we're waiting same. on this one here. Um, okay, so we'll go back to private chat. Yeah, so I, if you can see, he's probably putting a response to Amelia's question. And we'll leave this one up for a moment. And then I'm going to go in and grab. This one's so interesting because you can see two figures, but yet I can also see one side of it on the right side almost look like the anatomical heart of a human. Oh, yeah. right here. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, could just be from the wear and tear over the years too, right? The erosion. Yeah, I think he's frozen again. <clears throat> I think so too. He's not moving at all. No, I think we're frozen. Um, you're frozen. Okay. So we'll come back over here. Like a floating hat. I know. What material? Oh, is there this? he is. Oh, okay. These early carvings are way older than science chooses to date. Dating on human art may well be anywhere over 50,000 years older than currently acknowledged. That is fascinating. Okay, what? Um, what are they made of? Okay. Okay. Questions. It was gone. Early. Okay. All right. So we'll just wait. We'll wow. Come back and then we'll get some insight on this one. You see, everything Hamilton has found or has found <laughs> him. I got to wonder about how many things are still out there to come. Mm. Looks like sandstone, Tamara says. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. I don't Do you know. have sandstone in the south of France, Richard? Yeah, but um, there's a bunch of different things. Predominantly, most of the goddesses and the um, early um, bits of carvings and cave art tend to be white or made out of white substances. We've got mm -hmm. them out of horses' teeth. We've got them out of um, mammoth ivory. Wow. And um, in the Montsegur area specifically, they had a habit of um, carving a um, a soft white stone that's um, <clears throat> yeah unique to the region, which is like this, a soapstone. Yeah, it's this mm. Imrus H A R G thing, which is the same substance that the Imrus Group, or the um, Mountaintop Mining Company, is trying to get out of the mountain. That's this. Um, a local equivalent of epiphyte of the spice, or whatever, it's some kind of um, yeah, white stone, a similar stone yeah. that um, yeah, the ancient folk really um, seemed to dig carving their statues out of mostly because it was soft and white. And that's, um, yeah, not, not, not camel like this. Like that was the first thing that I noticed was it's so sandy looking. It's not 
you know. Um, Hamilton's going to go into one of the Facebook chats and he will comment directly there. And then I'll put up the comment for everybody. Yeah, it'd probably be easier for him to be there. <clears throat> That's, that sounds but, good. Okay. Um, that is really interesting. That was the first thing that I caught on was the, the color. Yeah. Limestone, I I don't know. Limestone in Canada is normally white. Yeah, but you have to understand, this is like really old. I know, but even with the little divots in it and stuff, you would be able to see. He can watch it perfectly on Facebook. That's just great. <laughs> okay, then Hamilton, tell us. Um, we had one question. Um, basically, what material is the stone? As I guess a sculpture. Do you know? Hmm. We can't have any dead air. We're just waiting for him to um, respond. There he is. That was quick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, this that is, is two Venus goddesses holding a child between them. Oh, goodness. Yeah. See, okay. Right out of 33. 33. <laughs> but do you know what type of, of material they are made out of? Yeah, Hamilton. If you can see the comment up here, yeah. what material are these are these uh, sculptures? That would be. Yeah, it's just thirty-three. How do you know to? How do you know you have to, to test it, Richard? Wouldn't you have to carve like a a piece of it out or scrape some of it out to analyze it? Oh, he said some are limestone, some are marble type stone, and one is granite. Okay. okay, that's interesting. I think I'm yeah. going to, okay, I'm going to put up the next one. Okay, um, one second. Let me get rid of this guy and let me bring in the next one. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, I hear you. Okay, okay Hamilton. Sorry. How about this guy? Girl. Oh, <laughs> Gal. <the> divided goddess. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. So how about this one here? Is this a fertility thing? No, it's looking... Cheese, uh, like you know what it is by looking at. No, I don't. Just because I sell cheese, I don't always know by looking at it. Uh, okay. <laughs> A lot there of cheese have holes, not just Swiss. Okay, good. All right. Okay. Although he pretty is, he pretty much is. It, it's accurate. So what Let's what see. are we looking at here, Hamilton? Okay, he said seems a unique piece. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Type like faster. cheese. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm thinking the same okay. thing, Adrian. Why the duality of heads? Or couples. Or couples, because yeah. that's one woman from the neck down. Is she divided? What does that mean? Is it fertility? What is that? You're up, Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> This is, this is a good take. Okay. If I threw them at you, the granite would hurt more. It's your dancer. Okay. You know, this is why I say he's like a little brother. Okay. Um, yes. It, both of them would hurt. Hamilton, they both hurt. <laughs> so why don't you describe this one to us, Hamilton? I think Hamilton's tired. Uh, Jan Miller asks, are they from the gravation tool culture from which oriented originated from northern Italy no and Hamilton doesn't know why she has two heads he can't find another example interesting yeah okay. it's pretty unusual and I'm still quite shaken up by that two-headed cave bear earlier on oh really 
Huh. That must be a two-headed woman. Um, two, double two. trouble. <laughs> you got to be careful because there's two of us on this panel. <laughs> be double careful trouble. with that two-headed yeah. woman comment. Um, okay. Yeah. See. Okay. For um, me, it reads divisive, but I don't know. Okay, so we're going to go back to this other question for Richard, and then I'm going to put up a couple of other pictures. Hold on here for Hamilton. Okay, so let's get back to this question here real quick. Yeah, um, the best yes. there. I'm just going to read it one more time. Oh, just one second, one moment, please. Hamilton says, Seem to be, seems to be a complete freak of carving. There are about 2,300 Venuses known about, but no other double-headed one except my other two-headed double-headed Of course one. it is. My other double Why would you not have one. a rarity? <laughs> two of them. Two of them. Two of them, no less. Okay. Yeah. Richard, go so ahead. I, I just want to read it one more time to, to refresh the audience, if that's okay. okay. Um, Grail Queen asks, any truth to the story of Daniel Bedex and Mount Bergerac? that he found a link between an old hearth in a chateau and the mountain, and then the hearth was destroyed. Thank you, Grail Queen. Well, I can't say whether there's any truth to the story about the old hearth, because I hadn't heard that particular um, story before, but it's um, symptomatic with the um, constant stories of people finding archeological remains and then them disappearing or um, being erased there afterwards. Um, the the Daniel Betex affair is a freaky one. Um, to the best of my knowledge, Daniel Betex was a Swiss customs officer who used to come to the Bucharest area in the summer times and um, fancied himself as a amateur archaeologist who took a particular interest in the caves and in the um, the Cathar history, and then um, started um, penetrating into the um, interior of the of the Bucharest. Um, there are a number of different um, claims and that are uh, yeah associated with yeah Betex's time. He was um, corresponding with some with a lady named Lucien Julian, the um, who's was basically the secretary of the sort of the local neo-Cathar organization based in Arc, and some of his letters survive. And there's some um, conflicting accounts of what really happened to him. Um, there's some. Um, it's it's widely reported that his dehydrated body was found in a field outside Bukharash. And um, it's unclear um, quite why he was dehydrated, whether the, uh, he, or um, yeah, quite what the accounts mean. Then there's another bunch of folk who claim that he died back in Switzerland and the whole story of the corpse being found in the field outside Bukharash is an invention. It's difficult to know what's true. And um, he did. He, he did do a survey of um, the ruins of um, the original castle of Bukharash, but this this castle is actually down in the village and is part of the the village itself, quite near the quite near the church, rather than up in the mountain. To the um, the best of my knowledge, there's no actual um, human constructions on the um, on the mountain of Bukharash itself. Oh, that's Bukharash. I'm sorry, I butchered that. Yeah, Bukharash. Yeah. yeah. Um, the upside down mountain, our local um, UFO window area. Oh, cool. Yes, it is. This <laughs> I've is got a, a few pictures out of there actually of UFOs. This is a really good question. Jay asks um, Richard, what is the UNESCO status of the ruins at Monsega? Have they been 
have there been any additional surveys in supporting of nominating it as a World Heritage Site? Um, well, there's been no um, archaeological investigation of Montesegur since the um, official surveys were conducted back in the, um, really in the um, 1950s and um, 60s into I think the early 70s was the um, the Graham, the official um, French archaeological group who did the, if the, the um, official survey. No one's ever gone back to it. And um, yeah, the um, um, Montsegur and the, the um, surrounding valley has made it as far as the UNESCO um, World Heritage um, shortlist. Sure. Uh, it hasn't yet become a UNESCO World Heritage site. It's it, it's stuck at the um, at the last post, and <sighs> uh, at the moment, the um, I guess the forces of light and darkness remain um, kind of. Um, yeah, equally balanced in Montsegur. The um, a, um, a high court action slowed down the Imrus Group, the mountaintop mining company at the top of the Tabor, and they've kind of um, stopped expanding, but haven't gone, and they're just sitting there. Uh, uh, Montsegur made it to the UNESCO shortlist, but hasn't officially um, yeah been declared a World Heritage Site yet. So it's um, a, it's kind of in the balance at the moment, I guess. I can't um, believe they, it's uh, not. Okay, next. Hamilton says, I believe that prehistoric pieces have been found on the Rennes-le-Château plain. Seems logical that these people also were responsible for the cave paintings in the locality. Some of the earliest paintings are deep in the caves around the zone. Richard can explain. What, you can't type it all, Hamilton? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> It's getting tired, but yeah, we do have a lot of cave art and a lot of a lot of freaky cave art and a lot of um, very ancient remains. And uh, I would also suggest that there was probably stuff going on here since before humans were even around. And, and um, the um, sensation that um, some of the stuff that's been moved around and um, the just the crazy um, symmetry of the place. Um, yeah, um, is, is half suggestive of the idea of, yeah, I don't know, ultra-dimensional or certainly inhuman forces at work in the, the dawn of time. I mean, if um, we want to um, speculate on the idea of there being some kind of dimensional portal or um, wormhole or something here, then it was probably here um, millions and millions of years ago. It might have been at the bottom of a um, prehistoric ocean um, before um, humanity even arrived. And um, that, that prehistoric ocean has long since receded, but whatever's here in the zone is um, yeah, um, somehow still halfway active. Mm. Can you imagine one day in the future, someone is going to find all of Hamilton's artifacts? <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> Pardon, Richard? Hamilton's thought of that. Um, he, <laughs> he, he's had a, he has a bunch of old English pennies, um, which he's had altered to put a hat on the Queen um, with an initial. And, um, a hat it, on uh, the Queen? Yeah, and um, he, he loses these pennies habitually at all the strangest places on the planet. <laughs> um, <laughs> come to, come to light. Yes. 
I know he he was able to tell me a lot about the World War One um, coins that my nephew sent me. And Hamilton was able to give me the information on him. I was just like, this is good. Do you have an afternoon? Because I have a few more things I want to show <laughs> you. Um, Hamilton says, the oldest human remains found in Europe were uncovered in a cave here. Yeah, this is true. Um, been, this place has been continuously inhabited for uh, a, a super long time. There's some layers of um, untold history that have been going on. Oh, I can imagine. Um, we have to take a quick break. Yes, or we will be fired. You and are listening. Isn't here with his cup. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to the Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Pisano coming to you live from the beautiful city of New Orleans on 107.7 and 105.3 FM. We are also live on Roku right now. So hello, Roku. We're new to you. We hope that you continue to follow us and watch us. And don't forget about the rest of the shows from the network. Um, tonight, we've got Richard Stanley. And Hamilton White is partially here. He's in our chat room, but he is still um, he's still continuing the, the show with us. He's still participating and telling us all of his stories. So we're grateful to him. We know how late it is for both of you over there. If you've missed this show and you're catching it now, don't worry because you can stream and listen to our archives on any platform that you normally use. We want to say a huge thank you to the amazing people at Folgers Coffee for fully sponsoring our show from day one. We love you and we thank you. And we also want to thank you for your continued support. Without you, we would definitely not be there. And without this amazing man, shout out and huge thank you for our intro and outro to Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon, Justin Snicker, award-winning composer and musician. You can find his music on Amazon and Bandcamp and find him here on Facebook and Instagram. Give him a like, give him a follow. He's often sharing clips of his music. His music's incredible. There's a reason why he won awards. So check him out. And speaking of Facebook and YouTube, give us a like, give us a follow. We know that you're there because the numbers show it. So we need to see you and see that support on <laughs> Facebook and YouTube, please. And thank you. And Hamilton White is there is in the UK promoting Folgers with great enthusiasm by text. Thank you, Hamilton. Where's our commercial? Yeah, no kidding. Still waiting. Well, please, he's look at all the trouble he's going through. Yes, I had a stamp made the right size to overstamp the Queen's tiara with a hat like mine. I've left thousands of them all over the world. Oh, I shouldn't be laughing. That's just awesome. I'm still waiting for my you. black coin <laughs> because we're supposed to have the black um, coin. Is it the Toonie, the $2 bill that's going out with her last photo? Oh, I don't know. After she passed, there's a I... black ring around it. Oh, I don't know. Oh, hi, Wayne. Wayne mm -hmm. Murphy says, Hamilton, hey. talk about how ma magnetic anomalies affect you in some ways. Oh, he's in the chat room, Wayne. He's not with us. Yeah, that would probably be a lot of typing. It might but be, but he must be magnetic if he's picking up all these coins. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to post another photo, Hamilton, and you can um, explain. Wow, there's oh, more. Why am I doing this? Okay. Well, yes, this is a whole other. Well, topic, thank God we though. have Richard. 
Okay. <laughs> like, thank Here God for go. you, Richard. Seriously. We, these, these can both go crazy. Yeah. Here we go. Ah. All right. We've got Tim and Cindy Wallace Murphy. So the tomorrow heresy of the Templars. So this is a book that is, I guess, out. It's ready to go. Hamilton, just chime in via text and we'll put your comment up. Uh, let me get back up to this one here. As far as I know, this one can be found here for anybody looking to purchase. Okay, Hamilton. Very cool. Oh, thealchemistsfurnace.com. Yes. Yes. So this is where you can find this book. Now, this is interesting to me. Um, Rich, I don't know if you know anything about it. I'm sure he's, ah, the book that wasn't finished. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> A little bit of sarcasm. All right. Um, it finally exists. With a little help from a friend, I'm thinking. So tell us about the book, anybody. <laughs> Richard can chime in. Hamilton can chime in. We'll put the comments up. How about that? Uh, well, I guess this is the official book about the Tomar Horde, which is the um, the horde of um, Templar artifacts that um, first got Hamilton caught in this mess and which was the, um, the subject of the... Um, the Lost Relics um, TV show. Yes. And um, way back at that point in time, um, Tim Wallace Murphy was engaged to um, to write the official book that was supposed to accompany the show, telling the um, the tale of the um, the Tomar Horde. But unfortunately, um, yeah, Tim passed under a, something of a shadow here in the zone, and the book was never completed until now. So um yeah this is the um yeah the the last um <clears throat> incomplete um Tim Wallace Murphy manuscript that's been um basically in the midst of the um the crazy um yeah ongoing um yeah um occult war that's been raging down here for the last um the last three years and it's it, it's good to see it finally between two covers and, and surfacing. We should have another yeah, photo it looks here as well. Beautiful cover. One second. Here's another picture that he sent. So let me grab hold of that one. There I feel is. like we're at a pub quiz. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh There's wow. That's a so the heresy of the Templars. Um how does that fit into the horde, the finds? Can we elaborate on that a little bit? Oh, hold on. Um, Ham's hoard, it's a Templar hoard, it's yes. um, a, a Templar treasure, and this is um, largely material that um, the um, warrior knight um, dynasty brought back from um, Jerusalem and from the Holy Lands, and um, it's go uh, back to Europe and um, subsequently to um, Tomar, where the, the, the order pretty much survived unmolested for. Uh, many more years than in the rest of Europe. And um, the stuff, um, yeah, laid dormant until it, yeah, surfaced a few years ago, thanks to, um, yeah, the work of Portuguese treasure hunters. And um, again, difficult to um, talk about exactly where it came from. And um, it's also to say that there's a, there's a lot more that, um, that, yeah, Hamilton hasn't let out of the bag yet, and which I doubt is the, yeah, even in the book. Right. Um, right. Why yeah. so secretive, Mr. White? 
ask. Yes. <laughs> Some Answer of it's for that. good reason. <laughs> so, hmm. oh, I mean, uh, it, without saying too much, I got to say that um, this whole um, affair of the um, uh, of the um, the Tomar Horde and the um, Obsidian Chalice and stuff is um, for me uh, it has been like being caught in the middle of a some ghastly remake of the Maltese Falcon. Oh. Uh, there've been so many different forces jostling over it, and um, so many different people with crazy vested interests that I could see how um, Ham has to um, tread cautiously. It's scary. It is scary. It can be very dangerous. It, yeah. It's well, it's we're... true to to art, like art imitating life, like Indiana Jones. He gets something. It it makes it seem. I'm not trying to belittle it. I'm just trying to put it on a different perspective a different level it's scary when you have something well when you have so valuable and priceless ever seen and you know there yeah. isn't another like it yeah, it's priceless exactly yeah, yeah. and it's, mysterious the mystery that goes with it and the templars so and sadly it's true and that um it is like but like indiana jones from the point of view that the moment you actually get your hands on something the very next thing you hear is inevitably a gun being cocked or um, it's amazing how um, that holds true in direct proportion to how much value people place on things and um, some of these um, artifacts have a um, an indescribable value not just mm -hmm. to people but to, um, but to governments and to, to nations. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, Hamilton says, trying to explain the complexities of Tim Wallace Murphy and his antics would probably send me mental if I had to type it out. But it's not a bad book, 50 plus illustrated, and it's helped out Cindy, who has had a bad time of things due to some of the hideous creatures who attach themselves to Tim towards the end. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, Hamilton. Yeah, it makes it really difficult. Um, without a doubt, there are things, it just goes to show there are things in this world that not everyone is made privy to. And being in the okay. field, you know, that we're in, and I've spent two decades in, um, it's always been working around different levels of high strangeness. And believe me, there are things out there that can hurt you. They can but there's always ways to, um, you know, there's always ways to protect yourself. There's always ways of detecting things like that. I do believe that uh, good prevails. Oh, I totally agree. I think that, um, yeah, the darkness cannot stand in the, the face of um, truth and light, essentially. And no. I feel 100% protected here in the zone. I've got uh, in terms of defense against the um, the magical arts, um, yeah. I'm right in the middle of this vast natural pentagram and feel absolutely blessed to um, be in this little pocket of space-time. And mm. um, yeah, the, the, the place I'm in is wreathed with different incantations and um, different things um, keeping it safe. I've mm -hmm. got... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, white hawthorn from um, the mountain of Peshkardu because of its association of Cardea, the goddess of hinges, the Roman goddess of the domus and defender of the home and whose plant is white hawthorn. So I've mm -hmm. got that windows. I've got um, African kiris over the um, the thresholds of the bedrooms, which mm -hmm. are there 
prevent nachtlopers and um, nocturnal forces from yeah entering the room. Um, right. um, Ham doesn't really believe in any of this stuff, so he's had problems with some um, lightning strikes in his collection and all kinds of things, wondering it out. So, because I don't think he's in the business of of smudging out too carefully. Well, I, I think it's a, it's a tread cautiously sort of situation. You know, our, our belief systems all vary, but in the end, um, whether you believe or you don't, you know, mm. you, you don't, you can't deny. That there is something, and I, I do believe that again, certain parts of the world are more apt to, to be, to invite, you know, such activity. Which brings me to my next question: Why do you think this area is so enticing for this sort of activity, for people to just bring it to your doorstep? But you know, the doorstep being the area, the zone itself. Yeah, a lot of me. I mean, what 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 what's what's what it seems to me time and again is not only that there's a um, some kind of um, supernatural force at work in the zone, but it feels like somehow it's a place where um, that where opposite forces are destined to confront each other. Mm. There's always a um, a siege or a drama or a standoff or a, a, a leap of faith or some kind of. Um, a crazy test going on um, as with the the siege of Montsegur. It's a place where um, you, you are, there's a, one can detect a standoff between belief systems. Mm -hmm. like, I have no idea why the Holy Roman Church felt the need to exterminate the um, the Cathars with such ferocity. Um, um, the, um, yeah, Montsegur is yeah clearly a place where um they were where, where it ultimately came down to them um, dragging um yeah um two hundred and fifty or three hundred um men women and children down from the mountain and um, forcibly burning them over a um a, a doctrinal point so um, it does seem to be a, a a place where um yeah um faiths um tend to butt heads and uh, I like to think of the the Holy Grail as being the symbol of the possibility of the reconciliation of, of opposites, mm. of the, the hope that somehow the um, these different um, warring forces can, um, can sort it out, that we could have a, um, a, a peace between light and darkness or spirit and matter between um, patriarchal and matriarchal forces, and they wouldn't always have to um, collide head on here in Zod. No, she's coming. Sorry, my mom used to say "lombre non camina nella luce," which means that the shadows cannot walk amongst the light. So you might want to rethink that, Hamilton. <laughs> this, Hamilton says the zone seems to be a place that science is unable to explain. There are so many anomalies in the land and the geography. Maybe the ancients can understand these things much better than modern society. I have to agree. I have to agree with that. Um, and Tamara says you are in a multi-layered area due to history and ley lines. And also, Grail Queen has one there. Uh, Hamilton says it's drawn in people. It's drawn in people. Grail Queen asks, has there been an uptick in UFO sightings? And is this is there a place of concentration for sightings in this zone? Um, yeah, totally. Um, we, um, there's definitely been a, 
uh, uh, an overall, um, I guess, um, more more um, unidentified um, atmospheric phenomena have been coming down than normal lately, and that's been the case since um, since last year. And um, I've seen a bunch of stuff myself, and um, I, just about a month ago, I was up on the Ren Plateau and um, counted. Um, not just one, but um, uh, over the course of about 20 minutes, um, 18 anomalous pieces of sparky space junk falling silently out of the sky and streaming across the zone towards the direction of Monsegor, whatever it was. And so, um, yeah, um, plenty, plenty, lots of lovely um, atmospheric phenomena and electrical phenomena. Been seeing a lot of um, huge, big, um, um, close encountery um, lenticular cloud formations of kind of lightning going on inside mm -hmm. the cloud, striking down. To the cloud. I have the phenomenal uh, classic stuff, and um, so um, a lot of that in the um, in the in the last few months. It's been um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, pretty active. Um, and, um, yeah, not not the actual UFO groups aren't in um, in great shape, uh, so um, it'd be nice yeah. to see them come back. And that um, our main um, UFO groups, the um, the Sal's team got got yeah wiped out last year when the um, the domain of the Sal's got taken down. And I don't know if that many um yeah um sky watchers and um yeah. I've had photos sent to me by a friend down there. And um, they're on tour groups, unsuspecting people in the middle of the day, just bending down and doing something. And you look up and zoom in and says, there it is. Like there's, and it just seems to be up top of the mountains. Monsignor, Bougrash. Yeah, and we get a lot of anomalous electrical discharges the whole time. And that's just really common. Um, <laughs> you can sit there and literally see things flashing and flickering and lights coming up off mountains that, um, makes no kind of sense at all and uh, um, stuff like the martha lights basically earth lights um uh, um discharges of energy coming up of things which um yeah got no explanation and mm. um, yeah um, been happening a lot so um yeah supercharged and um a general sense that um whatever forces here is um is strong at present and um yeah, wants to re-manifest. Um, Grail Queen has a follow-up question. Have you ever encountered people that were quite obviously unusual? Do you mean humans or... Aside from Richard and Hamilton? Yeah. <laughs> right. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like directing traffic down here. Um, some, there's some very, we get some very, very strange and unique people and um, uh, yeah, drawn to the area. Mm. Uh, Hamilton. Okay, Hamilton says there is a huge iron meteorite in a garden near Opal Perellos. Yes, close to where a French military plane came down in unexplained circumstances. I think I'm the only one who has figured out what this stone is. <laughs> Are you going to share, Hamilton? I could do it. A leading, a leading statement. <laughs> Right? Parallax <laughs> is an incredible cave. Um, wow. It's a very, very strange location. Um, some very powerful wow. forces. Yeah. 
No, that's my house. Okay, but what is that? I, if I put, I'll explain later. If I put it on mute, I'm never going to get back on. Yeah, but speaking if, of, yeah. yeah. Okay. And Tamara says, must be portals. Oh, I'm sure there's lots of them down there. <laughs> but, yeah, and all that stuff tends to run parallel, the little person fairy tradition and the, um, the UFO tradition are kind of joined at the hip. Mm -hmm. uh, um, yeah, mysterious moving lights and um, the um, the sense of other things out there which are not necessarily human, um, which immediately projects one into the realm of yeah, elemental beings, um, ultra dimensional um, or extraterrestrial presences. Mm -hmm. There's got to be loads of that surrounded by that giant Atlantic Ocean. There There's is got just... to be loads like around the UK it's oh wow i've had some interesting photos um when i was at Renault chateau and and with an extraterrestrial tendency um i have a friend of mine looking at them right now and he's just sort of like going this is pretty interesting i have to pass them around um so they're definitely they're definitely out there curious little bees that they are and Hamilton is expanding on that. It's a huge, almost circular iron meteorite that is completely alien to any type of stone in the area. It's where it landed in a remote place close to the creepy village of Oki. Mm. Okay. Didn't really answer. <laughs> I'm going to stop bugging him because it's late. Tamara says, I agree with Richard. As usually, those things do go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I imagine it's the same phenomena wearing different masks. And um, it also tends to shift with the times and often reflects um, what's going on in pop culture in different ways. Mm -hmm. Like um, we had our sort of last big resurgence of alien stuff back when um, the X-Files was still popular. And it's been, um, it's been dormant for a while and it's just starting to kick off again now. Um, I'll let Amelia read this and then I'll, I'll chime in. Um, Hamilton says about half a mile from the commemorative, is it pronounced Stell? To yeah. the plane that came down, killing all on board. Mm. Oh, Boy. almost like a triangle. Um, this, this supernatural force that you speak of, do you think it's being empowered by current times and events? Um. Being, fed, being fed or even manipulating well, it's definitely um, reflecting what's going on. Uh, the um, struggle here in the zone tends to um, yeah, uh, um, reflect what goes on in the outside world and often in some kind of um, crazy um, amplified way. Mm -hmm. Things seem almost um, cartoonish at times, um, <clears throat> very... Um, yeah, very, um, very exaggerated, and um, it definitely feels like a point in time when the um, the underground stream wants to surface, um, mm -hmm. um, where a lot of the stuff that's been suppressed or buried for um, seven centuries is um, wanting to come to the th come out, but it also feels like that's provoked a, um, a, 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 a an extraordinary backlash and unleashed a whole bunch of other forces that are conspiring to try and shut it up again. So it's a it's a strange, um, yeah, um, conflict that's been going on, and um, 
a lot of folk have been falling by the wayside as a result and that um it's a it's been a time where um certainly um it, it's been a seismic change here and uh, i'm i'm looking forward to um to seeing some form of tranquility returning yeah mm. i don't blame <laughs> um, um adrian thoben hi adrian has anyone tried psychometry with any of the stone carvings good question hamilton the question for ham yeah i don't have the stone <laughs> i wish uh, i could because yeah, i would be up. reading that like crazy put that back up hamilton yeah what are your thoughts on that oh. Oh, he has something to say. He's continuing still. Um, there have been some very strange things happen around the Opal Perales village. An estate agent who went there ended up in a mental institution due to things he claimed to have encountered there. Also at site below the castle were the rather unpleasant Satanists do their black mass. Okay. Mm. Okay. Um, Hamilton, any idea on this question here psychometry not oh. on the venus figures but yes on some of the templar pieces and how what were the results um on the templar pieces hamilton if any yeah that's pretty interesting psychometry is fun mm. especially depending on the piece one of these would be good very, very accurate. accurate nice yeah okay yeah Good, good. You can find someone who does that. It's an incredible gift. Well, we are slowly coming up to the top of the hour. Um, so um, Hamilton and Richard, Richard, we have you here. Um, why don't you tell us what you've got coming up, how people can find you. And then Hamilton, write it down, what you have coming up and how people can find you. And right, your Richard website first. again. Yeah. Well, um, people can yeah find me at the official richardstanley.com website or um, on Facebook. And what I've got, what I've got coming up, I'm still um, yeah holding the tower here in the zone and um, currently preparing for um, for yeah to face down March. So going to be um, basically doing a, um, a proper cleanse, just um, taking a step back. For probably the first week of March and trying to yeah, attune myself and then um, plan on um, going up to the top of Peshkardu and um, closing the circle on um, the night of the worm moon, the rising of the worm moon on um, the 7th of um, March, which is really kind of the beginning of spring. And then there's um, the lead up to March the 16th. So um, yeah, I want to go up the valley and um, check out the um, status of the, um, the Roman remains at um, Montsegur and then be present and accounted for on the field of the stake on the morning of March 16th to, um, to read the roll call and see what happens this year. Now yeah, this year we've been planning ahead, so are, um, are fully prepped for any eventuality. Oh, well, I hope you'll post all about that. I'm going to be waiting for that one. That one sounds exciting. I wish I could be there. Hamilton, what do you have coming up that you want to talk about? <laughs> I have to say what you want to talk about because I know you've got a lot coming up. Um, and where's the best place to get a hold of you if you want to be found? <laughs> I just I have to put it out there because I don't know. But you can't find him on social media. <clears throat> he is on Facebook. And he is on Instagram. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, okay, here we go. Okay, there he we- says, I may be in France on the 16th. 50-50 chance. I have a trip to Spain. Pick up in Portugal and Sonia Society in March. Okay. And people can reach out to you on social media. So again, find Hamilton White on Facebook and Instagram. And Richard, update on your book. Yeah, Richard, update on your book. We're working very hard to try and get Last Crusade out, the um, the Goddamn Otto Rahn book. So I think we're going to end up self-publishing it at this point, and we'll have to um, keep you updated on that because um, we still can't find any um, publishing house who's um, yeah prepared to um, to actually put the beast out there. So um, <laughs> lots of information, <laughs> some big ones. <laughs> so. Uh, so there's that, and also. Um, I'm hoping to um, wend my way back to the States a bit later in this year because um, we're, we're all hoping that they'll finally um, lift all the COVID restrictions probably somewhere around um, May. They okay. haven't lifted them in the US? <clears throat> um, not for the fully unvaxxed and for yeah. folk who have, um, and there's like, yeah, a lot of folk out here are because most of us are lazy and. Um, they're talking about just doing it immediately as well. I think they're fighting to try to. I think the president's just like, Let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought in Canada, I think we lifted it a while ago. Yeah. It's only it's Asia it's that has trouble getting in right now. Yeah, it's yeah. very cuspy. So, yeah, I'm definitely hoping yeah. to um, be able to. Um, I haven't left the zone now in about three years. So, um, right. I'm to be able to actually make it beyond the, um, the zone perimeter at some point this year. That would be nice. Probably yeah. 2023 is your year, Richard. <laughs> well, I do love it, yeah, but at the same time, I think, you know, in order to um, stop myself from, um, yeah, going, yeah, fully out of sync with the so-called real world, it's coming time to um, come and check, check out what's happening back there. Mm, yes. Whereabouts in the States would you be heading? Can you tell us or you can't share? Yeah, I don't know right now. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, I do have a few thoughts and, um, yeah, some quite a bit of unfinished business to take care of and obviously we're, in a, we're in a very strange new world at the moment so um, yeah, we are we are, sure it's we are. a fact-finding expedition as much as it was. you're not wrong well thank you for joining us it's always a pleasure always so informative thank you hamilton thank you. i know you it was a struggle but i you know I'm glad that we were able to find a way for you to communicate. And we so appreciate you being here and staying up this late. We know Richard's in Idaho and I know it's a little bit like difficult. Us. Yeah, for you. <laughs> yeah. But thank you both for joining us. And um, we'll have to do it again. Of course. We know. Well, we will. Indeed, that'll be a pleasure and hopefully in a less discombobulated manner. Well, so maybe hoping. we can get you two together. <laughs> one yeah, spot. maybe. Yeah, maybe when you guys are together, 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 it'd be a little bit easier. So, okay, thank you so much. Thank you. And, um, yeah, have yourself a Take care, Richard. Weekend and yeah, always a pleasure. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Well, we have come to the end of another amazing segment. And wow. Uh, sorry, Hamilton. <laughs> We're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> but we yeah. love you. We appreciate you so much. <laughs> so thank you, guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, again, the end. We want to thank Hamilton White 
for the effort. Oh my gosh. Um, but we're, we're glad we we're finally able to at least get some information out. Big thank you to Richard Stanley. Always a pleasure to have the guys on. Big thank you to Folgers Coffee. Big thank you to Dr. Snick, Justin Snicker. Uh, guys, if, you know, if you love the show, you love what you see, please subscribe, like, follow, whatever it takes. We appreciate you so much. Uh, you just make it uh, that much better. So thank you. And everyone who tuned in chat, thank you uh, for being here. Now, Wednesday night, we welcome the return um, of our dear friend who hasn't been on in ages, um, Bill Bean, who's going to be discussing his new book, Tales from an Exorcist. Yes, that's right. New book. So that's going to be this coming Wednesday. Thursday, for the very first time, we have Heather L. Arnold, and she's going to be discussing her continued research and her subtract, The Island of the Giants, The Lost Race of Giants of Aruba, Bonaire, and Curaco. So, yep, all about giants, elongated skulls and, you know, the history, ancient history um, of all this information. And I think it's going to be pretty exciting. We've never really had anybody come on into that much detail before. And um, I think it's going to be quite fascinating. Very cool indeed, Tamara. Very cool indeed. So everybody have a fantastic weekend. And thank you all for joining in. And uh, we'll see you next week. Good night.